Welcome to the Impact Hour on Money 105.5, where you live with passion, make a difference, and come alive. This show is about you, your life, your impact, and your legacy. Now your hosts, John and Rena. Hey, welcome to the Impact Hour. This is John, and I have with me in the studio, Raul Lopez Jr. Hello. Hello, and today we're going to talk about telling your story. Now, not everyone knows how to tell a good story, and some people, I'm not even sure why they'd want to tell a story, but some of you are like, yeah, I need to tell my story, and I don't know how. And for those of you who are wondering, there's lots of reasons why you might want to tell your story. Uh, you can just be, it'd be a good way to, to share with folks one-on-one, to, to really share your wisdom and to help people understand a point, something that you've learned that was really critical to you in your life, and you get to pass that on. It can be a part of your sales conversations in business. Uh, if you tell a story, people will remember that and people will relate much more. Uh, or maybe that's a part of what you like to do. You get on the stage and you share you know, information from a stage and stories is one of the best ways to do that. Statistic I've heard is that when you get up and you speak somewhere, which probably includes one-on-one -on -one kind of conversations as well, that people remember about 7% of what you said. Mm-hmm. Ooh, <laughs> 7%. Well, so what, what does the story do? It, it attaches to an emotion, right? Yeah. It, it triggers an emotion in people, and that's when they remember yeah. the story. Yeah, so people remember stories. Yeah. They might not remember the other things that you said, but they will remember the story, yeah. and they'll remember the message that was behind the story. Absolutely. And so that's a, it's a great way to teach. And I've not done this too much with my kids, but I could see it being a great vehicle for, for teaching kids and parenting and teaching really good principles to kids and other folks. You know, if you want to be a mentor kind of person in other organizations or maybe in your church, one way to convey uh, what you've learned in life is through stories. Mm. So stories is a great way uh, to navigate through life and to share some of the experiences you've had and pass those on to other people. And that's a great way to make an impact in the world. So rather than just saying, you know, here's the five truths about this or, you know, here's the seven steps to whatever and can't hardly remember them yourself, let alone pass them on to someone else to remember. A great story is a great way to pass on that kind of information. Absolutely. Uh, you know, now that I think about it, there's this book, it's 2,000 years old, and it uses parables it for, does. for teaching. There's stories in it. Stories. And uh, the stories are what are impactful, and the stories are what we remember they and are. how we learn. So that that's, is. A, that's a great book. If you don't know what it is, it's the Bible. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So places where you might want to, to be skilled at sharing stories is in small groups. When you're in small groups, you know, there's different kinds of groups. There's networking groups and small group Bible studies and other kinds of groups or one-on-one -on -one or larger audiences or in your business presentations, either to customers or even internal in the department. If you can share stories, people will remember those. Yep. So going to spend most of the time today talking about how to tell a great story. There is an art to telling a great story, and there are a lot of bad ways to tell stories. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the important things is to kind of to uh, kind of have an overall flow to the story. A really great story kind of has a before and after kind of story, or kind of kind of uh, experience around the story where it's like, this is what life was like before, and this is what I was like, and this is what I experienced, and this is, this is what I was doing back then and feeling back then. And then there's oftentimes an experience we had, or it could be just a single experience that is representative of accumulation of a lot of experiences over time. But we can share that we had a specific experience and share that, and because of that experience, we had some kind of breakthrough or transformation or some aha moment in our life, and we can share what that is. And then we share what is life like afterwards. Mm -hmm. So that's a, that's a pretty easy, basic template. There's the before, the experience, the aha moment, and the after. So the beginning, the middle, and the end. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, and just, I've, uh, I, I have a book, as, as you know, John, um, and books, movies, and storytelling are very similar. A lot of times we start out with something that's shocking, that catches your attention, mm -hmm. right? So like, like you said, th in the beginning, it may even be you're starting with the end, but the beginning story is a shocking, like this is what happened, and then you lead to that, yes. right? And then when you lead to that, you go into what you had mentioned, this is what I learned from it, this is how I was healed from yeah. it, and, and this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, the, the order of the story can change, yeah, and yeah. there can be... Uh, 
some interesting things. Uh, like when I tell my story, a lot of times I'll, I'll share the, the experience that I had and, and then I'll start go from that kind of shocking experience I had, I'll, I'll then go back and talk about what was like life like before. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'll do them kind of out of order. Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it, it's in order, but it's out of it's the, out of the order that it happened, right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So one of the big things about being a great storyteller and to share your wisdom, and it's super, super important to be brief. So many folks I hear they start telling a story and they go on over here and then, oh wait 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 before I tell you this I need to go tell you about this other thing that happened you know three months ago and <laughs> oh wait before then I've got something that happened two years ago and then there's this and then I've lost like where they were in the story and and I'm gone. <laughs> that's, that's too much detail. It's is what too, that is, it's right? Too much. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's clear, too, concise points in your stories. Yeah, and and the truth is that you probably have lots and lots of stories that you can tell. And mm -hmm. even though in your mind it's all interconnected, it's great to tease out the specific individual stories and individual things that you've learned in life and tell those as separate stories, not as one giant hairball where you can't even figure out where the story started and where it's going to end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's a, the hairball is a great imagery. It's almost like your cat goes all over, you know, and that's, and that's what the story experience sometimes is like when you hear it. Yeah, you, <laughs> it's you, like, you'll see people's eyes glaze over. Yeah, and you get with the story and they're like, man, what just happened? <laughs> I can't make heads or tails of this. <laughs> right, absolutely. So keep it focused. Um, you know, find out what is the main point that you want to talk about and revolve the whole story around that. Mm -hmm. So that it's not all these, you know, 50 different threads of things all trying to come back together again. And it's, and people just, they just don't have the attention span and, and they get lost in it. Right. You know, by the time the story is over, you can't even remember, you know, what the point was or, Sometimes, you know, I've experienced it where I've done storytelling like that, and I get to know the story, and I can't remember what the point was either. <laughs> in, the, in the middle of it, huh? what, what was I talking what about? What was I talking about? <laughs> what was I trying to say? And, yeah, that's right. And the, trail, and the story just kind of trails off and like, well, I think I'm kind of done. I forgot yeah. what I was trying to say here. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it does help to, you know, if you have a story to tell or if, if like uh, John was talking about, if you have a sales pitch that you're going to go give or just a keynote and to have stories within it is to really narrow down almost like bullet points depending on how much time you have um uh, over easter weekend i spoke um at three services and uh my usual storytelling is about 45 minutes and they said you have eight minutes and i said eight minutes what am i going to do with a 45 minute story in eight minutes and uh they helped me uh and they said okay send me your your, your speech and they chopped it down from 1200 words to about 550 words and i looked at it and i was like wow that's pretty good. I mean, they, they broke it down. And uh, it was interesting, though, because I had to read it instead of just be on stage speaking it. And for whatever reason, it was completely two different experiences. I can get on the stage and I can tell a story for 45 minutes and have key points and lessons and the whole thing in it. But to stand there on the stage and read it, it was it was a whole different experience mm. for me. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's a good point is to be prepared to tell the story in advance. Yeah. And. Yeah. A lot of times we don't take the time to prepare for a story. Yeah. And so it comes time to tell the story like, okay, now what happened? And then this, and <laughs> oh yeah, my cat was there. I didn't, I didn't say the cat was there. And then, you know, and then it's, it's this kind of this rambling kind of experience for, for both, for everyone. For, for everyone. For yeah. everyone. Yeah. And then you start to sweat and it gets real bad, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Especially if you're on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for it's sure. like, oh man. Yeah. They're all staring at me. Why? <laughs> so, so, you know, a, a good story, um, in my perspective is, uh, a personal life story we're mm -hmm. sharing, um, is transparency, mm -hmm. right? Uh, you can really, um, connect with people in a story that you're telling with something that's actually happened to you, mm -hmm. or maybe a really good story about somebody, you know, or have experienced that, that they've challenged with, they've had challenged with. But, uh, I know, uh, when you tell a really good story and you're transparent about something that's happened to you in your life, um, you, I know I become emotional when I'm telling my stories, even though if I've told it 20 times, you know, it, there's always something there because it is an emotional story. And that's what connects with people, and yeah. that's what people need, and they become emotional, and, and they remember the story, and they, they want more. And, you know, depending on if, you, if you're a keynote speaker or if you are selling something or you're doing a training or a program, people will want to hear more of what you have to say. Yeah. I mean, just imagine the difference between, let's suppose you're just trying to sell a product, and you're trying to sell a drill, electric drill, let's suppose. 
and you get in and say, you know, here's what's good about drills. Here's the five key things about drills, and you can list them off. And there's kind of this analytical kind of, you know, going over all the key benefits of the thing. And like, do you want to buy one? And the person's like, oh, I don't know. You know, there's nothing really that's grabbed them. But if you tell a story maybe about a family and, you know, they were they were trying to put together their kid's crib Man. and they got partway through and then they didn't have the tools for it, you know, and then you tell a story like that, then like, oh, wow, I'm going to have kids soon. I better get this drill. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. We're going to do a family event with this drill. I better buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so we need to go to a break. We'll be right back. Do you want your kids to listen to you more? Bosses, do you want your employees to be more engaged? Salespeople, do you want your customers to be more inclined to say yes? I'm Rena Bonicio from the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Let's explore some simple changes you can make to get the responses you want from people. Schedule your free discovery session with me at theimpacthour.com. Making some simple changes in yourself can make a dramatic difference in your relationships. Schedule your free discovery session at theimpacthour.com. Some assembly required. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion. Make a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back. Today we're talking about sharing your story. And if you think you have a story in you, but you have questions about how you would like to share that story, you can give us a call today at 866-576-1055, and you can ask your questions, and we'll try to answer them on the show today. So we've been talking about how to tell your story, and the first one was to be brief. That was the first tip here. And one couple kind of subpoints under that, some things to really elaborate on that, is that not every single detail and event needs to be shared in the story. And so maybe this, the story started when you were walking you know, through town and it started you know, 30 minutes uh, before the actual end of the events actually took place and you were walking downtown. You don't need to talk about all the things that you passed away, you know, walked by going downtown to, to where the rest of the event took place. You don't have to say that you crossed three streets and that you crossed through and said hi to a girl and then there was, she had a dog. and you know, all, Not all the events and the details have to be in the story. And especially if it doesn't really add a whole lot to the story, it's, it's okay to leave it out. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't need to be in the story. I agree. Yeah. And, and the whole idea is to maximize the story's impact. And sometimes uh, you, you don't have to be exactly accurate for it to have a maximum impact. And sometimes it's helpful to take some elements out or to compress time frames. Mm-hmm. And as long as you're not you know, misrepresenting the truth or misleading folks with the story, you can kind of massage the story so it is more impactful. Yeah. Also that it is brief and to the point and has maximum impact for folks. Mm-hmm. Just people don't have the mental capacity for you know, the story to go on and on and over here and over there, it's just not going to happen. They're not going to be able to retain the story. In that case, you'll, you'll not be any better off than if you just gave the five, the five steps to whatever it is. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> or the five key points to whatever it is. So the best thing is to start out, what is the point you're trying to make? Why are you telling the story? What is the, the, uh, the breakthrough that you had or the, the transformation that you went through, what is that point that you're trying to convey? What is the truth that you want people to take away from and have the story all build up to that one point? Mm-hmm. So start with the end in mind. Start with the end in mind. Yeah. You know, uh, for the, with, with myself as a life coach, the stories that I tell um, are usually a f- emotional but then they go into psychology right mm-hmm. uh, conditioning conforming understanding those types of things so in my messages I'm really just sharing kind of giving um, the wisdom that I've gained and uh, the lessons that I've learned 
and then what my plan is to hope to connect with people that can really resonate with the transparency, you know, the growth that um, that I've had, and hopefully they want the same. And usually, uh, that's that's the audience that, att- that is attracted to me, I should say. And those are the clients that I pick up is they really resonate with the story. Mm-hmm. So so transparency for me is is key, you know, and that's the target is just to give. Here's here's who I am. Here's what's going on, and here's what I've come through, and I can help you do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. And uh, we will be talking about it a little bit more later. But being vulnerable and being transparent is super, super important. One of the things about being clear on what the point is, is to realize that a good story is almost like a good joke. And it builds up and builds up until there's this punchline. And a really good story, a punchline is not necessarily funny, although it could be. But for a lot of stories, the punchline comes out. And that's when the audience goes, whoa. I was not expecting that. Yeah. Or it comes out, and maybe even the back of the mind, they were expecting it, but they thought, no, that couldn't be right. That's not right. <laughs> and then it comes out, and like, oh man, yeah. wow, that happened. Yeah. And so you can really tell a great story with the great punchline type of thing in it, mm-hmm. and and it can really be impactful. Right. Yeah, because a punchline doesn't have to be something that's funny. It's right. just an impactful, exactly like you said, an impactful line. Yeah. Now, if your stories don't have punchlines, that's not the end of the story. (laughs) They don't have to have that. But if you can weave that in, that can be pretty powerful. Another thing about a great story, and it might depend on where you're sharing as to whether you'd want to do this or not, but a great part of a good story is to start really strong. You may have noticed in TV shows and movies these days, really good ones, they drop you right in the action. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're in the SUV, it's driving through the desert, and the dust is flying out, and bullets are flying, and, you know, you drop you right in the action, and you're like, whoa, what's going on here? And you just get drawn in. And a good story starts by drawing the audience in right away. And you can just start right in on your story. The other day, I got punched in the face, or whatever it was, right? People yeah. like, whoa, what's Tell going Tell me on more. Here? Yeah. And a lot of times, the traditional stories, you can stand up and like, I'm Dr. So-and-so, and I have you know, all this experience and all this credibility and all this stuff. And that stuff doesn't actually have to come first. If yeah. you're in a professional setting, that stuff can come later. Yeah. Or sometimes that stuff is already popped out by the person introducing you, and you don't have to really re- retell that kind of stuff at all. Yeah, absolutely. And a, and a good speech, a good talk, you know, doesn't have to be, well, here's my family and here's my dog and, you know, we like to celebrate Christmas and all this stuff is really not necessary for a good talk or a good story. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of feels good and maybe it feels more comfortable because it's more kind of this pace is kind of slow and you kind of ease yourself into it. But a really good story kind of starts really strong, right. in my opinion. Yep. And a lot of times when I tell my story, I just jump right in. Mm-hmm. Say in 2005, I had a heart attack. Right. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. And people are like, whoa. <laughs> and you're still here. <laughs> and I'm still here. Yay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I get a chance to learn from it. <laughs> yeah. So here we can talk about more about being vulnerable and authentic. Mm. And, and I've learned that people really don't relate to perfect. Right. So, you know, get up there and say, you know, I've, I was perfect. And then I had this experience. And then now I'm even more perfect. <laughs> and people in the audience are going, really? Yeah. Everything <laughs> was good. And then it was good. And now it's good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But being vulnerable is a big, big deal in telling stories and in just how to navigate through life. It can be so helpful to learn to be vulnerable. At least that's been a big part of my story. And I, I grew up where being vulnerable was not what was done. Mm. And, you know, if I made mistakes or did things that weren't quite right, you know, parents were really quick to correct. Oh, that's not right. And you didn't say that right. Or that's not true or all this stuff. And I, and I learned to have kind of this shell around me where I pretended that I had all the answers. Mm-hmm. And being vulnerable was, was terrifying, I guess would be the right way to say it. Right. Because yeah. if I was vulnerable, that meant that, you know, I would be corrected or chastised or maybe even not accepted. And there was something wrong with me if I didn't get it right. And I went through, you know, probably three quarters of my life not being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And I, I have well-worn grooves in my psyche of <laughs> not being vulnerable. <laughs> it's just a natural habit of, of just sharing. And, you know, the answer is I'm good. I got this. I know that. I'm good. Yeah. And, and just not being vulnerable and not sharing my struggles and... And I've learned that if, if you are not vulnerable in life, 
it can be a really lonely experience yeah. where you really feel like nobody gets you. Mm -hmm. And not being vulnerable in a story, when you share the story, people can't relate. Right. Yeah. And maybe they've got their facade, their shell around them mm -hmm. as an audience member, not being vulnerable, and they still can't relate to you sharing a story, not being vulnerable, because they know deep down inside that people don't have it all together all the time. Right. You know, we, we all wear that mask, you know, um, as far as being vulnerable. I, I, I didn't learn to be vulnerable probably till I was in my mid 30s. Yeah, and, and that's that's the honest truth. Um, I always pretended like everything was fine. And my my lifestyle, uh, you know, going back was a little bit different than yours. Um, but I had I learned the poker face. Right. Mm. I learned everything's good. I'm good. What are you talking about? You yeah. know, what are you talking? I'm good. And uh, it took time. And, and really softening and, and learning and, and understanding for me to be able to just be transparent, right? Yeah. And once I was able to accept and be transparent, and then was when I started to grow. And uh, as, as much as we all wear that mask, um, the people who you look at and you think, man, they are good. And then they were good and they're still good. No, they have a mask <laughs> because there's not too many people that I know. Honestly, I don't think I know one person that just has had a perfect life. I don't care what culture you've grown up in, you know, rich, poor, you know, middle class, whatever it is. Um, we all yeah. have some challenges. I think that's a big part of just the human experience. No matter what sort of social class we grew up in, we learn to, to hide our vulnerabilities and to pretend. Right. And a big part of the journey for all walks of life is to learn to let the guard down mm -hmm. and maybe not everywhere because yeah. there are places where it really is not safe to share vulnerably, but to learn to let it down in places where it is safe mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and for people where it's, it's a good place to share vulnerably and get to really connect better. Yeah. And when you share your story, story one-on-one -on -one or, or wherever it is, you know, sharing vulnerably really helps other people open up. Mm -hmm. and, and be much more willing to connect. They feel more connected. If you're trying to sell something and it's your personal story and you share, you know, you're going through this experience, you know, the people who are potentially buying what you have would be much more likely and willing and be more open to that possibility mm -hmm. because they feel connected to you as a person rather yeah. than it's just, this is this idea of buying this thing. It's like, oh, now I, now I know this salesperson and now, oh, I feel for them. Mm -hmm. And wow, maybe this makes sense for me too. Right, absolutely. It's it's the connection that we can build through being transparent, and authentic and honest. And you know, when you when you're when you're being transparent, authentic and honest, people see it. They know. You know, if, yeah. you, if you're up there just talking and it's not truth, that people recognize that also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, people who are are skilled at uh, and have learned to be vulnerable recognize it more quickly. But even <laughs> those, even people who have not, yeah. they kind of go away and going, oh, that was just okay. <laughs> and they can't put their finger on why it was, but yeah. they go, oh, that was kind of interesting. And, you know, yeah. and then off they go. Something didn't resonate, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, go, going back to what you were, you were talking about your life and, and what you weren't able to do or, or feel or show or be vulnerable. Um, I think we know that that falls under the conditioning society and how it conditions us. Yeah. And, not, and not just society, uh, mostly society, but I think then also even in our family, in our household, how we're conditioned to be able to have to think and be a certain way. And it creates that. Yeah. Yeah, we are. And it's a lot of times the conditioning is done through uh, to, through shaming, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. so we we do something wrong and then, oh, you know, you're a bad person or whatever yeah. it is. You know, parents can be different, but, you know, some parents can call us a shithead or whatever. right? <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and uh, it can be, you know, kind of this experience where you're like, oh, I better not do that anymore. You know, and then we start to create this shell. Oh, I better appear this way so that I'm, I fit in and I'm accepted. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's right. All right. So we need to go to a break again. We will be right back. Hey, folks. Farron Larson for Big Mountain Heating and Air, Windows, Doors, and Solar. Did you know that many furnace tune-ups are nothing more than a do-nothing sales gimmick that you paid for? 
let us truly rejuvenate both your heating and air system for only $69 and we'll guarantee your complete system against breakdown all year long or the service will be free, period. Did you know that every 10 minutes your gas furnace runs? It releases as much energy as three and a half sticks of dynamite. We take the proper service of your furnace very seriously. Guaranteed no pushy salesman disguised as a technician trained to sell you an overpriced air conditioner or furnace. Call Big Mountain and say big on a complete air conditioner and furnace in any residential size with solar for less than you're probably overpaying the utility companies right now. Details at BigMountainAir.com or call 378-4616. That's 378-4616 or BigMountainAir.com. Are you tired of feeling sick and tired? Are you constantly limited by your health and you want to get a more natural solution? My name is Dr. Tim Smith, and I help families change the way they view and manage their health at New Life Chiropractic every single day, getting natural solutions for common health care issues. If you want to learn more about how you can start changing your life for the better, visit our office at newlifechiropracticrockland.com or call 916-259-2682 and start changing the health of your family today. Get total freedom in your life safely and quickly. Build wealth and passive income so you never worry about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. Hi, I'm Steve Davis, an investor in thousands of units over the years. Now it's your turn. Del Wamsey has been my mentor for nearly 25 years, and he's taught over 100,000 people just like you the principles of financial freedom through live one-on-one -on -one mentoring at Lifestyles Unlimited and his national radio show. I'm excited to tell you about the real estate workshop that changed my life. The workshop gets you on the inside of what we do and what we believe and unlocks the five ways we make money in real estate. Just like your personal trainer, Lifestyles Unlimited will motivate, encourage, and teach you so you can get in the best financial shape of your life. Call 866-971-8970 or go to fivewayswemakemoney.com. That's fivewayswemakemoney.com to register for the workshop that will change your life and let you stop worrying about working till you drop, losing your job, or retiring in poverty. City Nights and Bites comes to you every Tuesday from 10 to noon with hosts Queen Eileen and celebrity chef Keith Breedlove, keeping you informed on anything and everything that is Sacramento with restaurant reviews, concert information, sports updates, and more. Queen Eileen and Keith are bringing the sizzle to Sacramento. Send in your upcoming event and see if you get featured on Sacramento's favorite show, City Nights and Bites, Tuesdays from 10 to noon. Hi, can I help you? Yes, I have a snoring problem. Uh, can you describe it for me, please? Well, it's about 5 foot 11 with curly hair and a moustache. Oh, I see. Introducing Mute, sleep technology that opens the nose to increase airflow by an average of 38% so you and your partner can enjoy a good night's sleep. Mute, breathe more, snore less, sleep better. Available now at Walgreens, CVS and GNC. I'm Amy Errett, founder and CEO of Madison Reed, a company that's revolutionizing the way women color their hair, a company I named after my daughter. Madison Reed is the ultimate hair color hack. The quality of a salon, the convenience and affordability of at-home hair color, and an ammonia-free formula with ingredients you could feel good about. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first purchase. Use code RADIANTHAIR. Meaning significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Parents, do you want your kids to listen to you more? Bosses, do you want your employees to be more engaged? Salespeople, do you want your customers to be more inclined to say yes? I'm Rena Bonicio from the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Let's explore some simple changes you can make to get the responses you want from people. Schedule your free discovery session with me at theimpacthour.com. Making some simple changes in yourself can make a dramatic difference in your relationships. Schedule your free discovery session at theimpacthour.com. Some assembly required. Live with passion. Make a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5.
Welcome back to the Impact Hour. Today we're talking about sharing your story. And we have an invitation and opportunity for you folks. For some of you who are ready to share your story, you've gained some wisdom. Um, there is an event coming up. And I'll let Raul explain. There's this thing called Tag Talks. Hello, yeah, Tag Talks Live. Um, TAG stands for uh, Transparency, Acceptance, and Growth. It's a lot of what we were talking about in regards to having a good story. And we are looking for uh, coaches right now, life coaches. We need about eight life coaches that have a uh, personal story worth sharing. They would like to come and join the event. Uh, you can find uh, information on tagtalkslive.com, tagtalkslive.com. If you are a coach or you have a great story that you want to get out there that you know people need to hear, you can send me a message at that website and we can get on a phone call. If you know a coach, if you know somebody with a great story, please send them over to us. We're looking for eight to ten coaches or people with great stories right now for this event. It's going to be coming up in August. In the Sacramento area, we haven't locked down the venue yet, but right now we're scheduling for August 3rd is gonna is the plan for the event. And uh, the, the two type of people that would like to attend this event are people who are in need of some life coaching in different areas or people who want to become coaches. If you're interested in becoming a coach, helping people through your stories, through your wisdom, through life wisdom that you've gained, um, you're somebody who wants to check this out. So yeah. Check us out at tagtalkslive.com. Send me a message and we can uh, get on a phone call. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. So we're going to talk more about how to share your story. And one of the next things that you want to have in your story is to touch on details. A lot of times our stories are very personal and they can be very emotional, especially, you know, the kind of events that a lot of us have gone through, things that we'd like to share about where the depth of our wisdom comes from sometimes comes from deeply emotional experiences that we've had. And so we're very tempted to just kind of talk about it in theory. Oh, you know, I had this happen and then I learned this thing. And we don't really share any of the events that took place for us. People don't really get a sense on what was that really like for us. You know, we've, we've talked about, um, you know, we, we want to have the details in there. And, and I've heard stories of folks, you know, they share like their cancer experience, how they, you know, they held the toes of their partner as they were in the machine getting scanned. You know, that's a detail that kind of gives people an idea of, of what it was like, mm -hmm. you know, because they weren't able to, to touch any other part of their body. They had to touch the toes, mm -hmm. you know, or there can be other details. And so when we share our, our stories, we want to take people into the experience. People want to be able to see what that was like and hear what it was like and know that what that was like. And that doesn't mean it has to be every aspect of the story. It's not like writing a book. You know, you write a, story, a fictional story in a book where all the details are in, in all throughout the story. When we tell our personal stories, it could just be one moment. And that would be sufficient for people to kind of see what that was like. And, and we want to explain, you know, what was it like? What were we feeling? What were the sights? What were the sounds or the smells? What kind of details might be important in, to help people understand what the experience was like? Mm -hmm. What was your inner voice saying in that moment? Mm -hmm. So like when I share my story about my heart attack, I share about a moment where I was curled up on the bathroom floor feeling really terrified and not knowing what was going to happen. And my inner thought was maybe this was the last moments of my life. Mm -hmm. And those are details in there where people can connect to it and can go, oh, whoa. You know, it's not just this idea of a heart attack. They're describing the experience of it. Mm -hmm. And when we share our stories, we want to share those kinds of details. We want to take people there. Otherwise, the story's not that engaging. Absolutely, yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. And then we want to share the breakthrough. You know, what was, what was the breakthrough? What was the transformation that we went through? Mm -hmm. And maybe that didn't happen in a moment. Maybe we had a moment of realization of aha and then the breakthrough and the transformation maybe has taken years or weeks or months or you know a while mm -hmm. but still what has been the breakthrough and the transformation what is the aha moment that we want to share yeah so what, the discovery right like what did, what did you discover i know i've, I've heard yeah. your story um and after that heart attack there were some things that came to you like wow you discovered a few things about yourself right yeah yeah discovered about myself, discovered about what I cared about. Mm -hmm. And I started asking myself questions about what was my life even about? Mm -hmm. And, you know, did I love people well? And did my life even matter? Did it make a difference that I kind of walked through the earth? Could I come in and go out? And mm -hmm. then almost nobody even notices, right. you know, not that I wanted to be famous, but <laughs> I wanted people, I wanted something to, to be different because yeah. I was here. I wanted 
there to be some benefit and some reason for me being here on the earth. Right. You, you know what was impactful about your story when I first heard you tell it? Um, you, you said uh, you wondered, you talked about your job at the time, mm -hmm. and you said, you, you know, people would probably ask where you were, and then they would say you passed, and they'd go, oh. And then they'd replace you, and life would just go on. So you wondered if people would even realize that you had been there and that you're gone. Right. And that's that's interesting. I, I thought, wow, man, yeah. You know, do, if, if I leave this earth right now, are there people that are going to go, oh, you know, Raul was this or Raul was that, good or bad, you know? Right. Or are they just going to be like, who's Raul? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. what, what legacy do we leave behind? We do want to leave a legacy of helping and caring and giving, you know? Yeah. And, that, and that's just an example. Yeah. So, so example. you know. All you out there, our listeners, you've got stories mm -hmm. and you've had aha moments. You've had realizations like, wow, you know, this, you know, relationships are way more important than I was treating it or, you know, being uh, incongruent with your job. I was just, you know, working on, you know, some kind of job and I hated it and it wasn't me. And, and maybe realization is you got to work in a place where it's congruent with your values and your beliefs or, mm -hmm. or maybe you have an aha moment about, man, we really need to care about people. And, you know, there's a lot of these social issues that we have and, and it's important for people to have a cause or, or whatever you learned. Maybe it's even just a simple thing about learning to interact with kids in a different way. Mm -hmm. Whatever your experience or your story is, mm -hmm. you know, you've had stories and experiences where you've had a breakthrough, you've had a, an aha or a transformation. And, and that stuff is worth sharing with people. Yeah. And, you know, we, we all have a story. We, we all have a story. And sometimes we don't understand that it can be impactful. And uh, that's uh, a lot of, you know, tag talks, transparency, acceptance, accepting that we have had these life and that there's wisdom in what we've gone through, what we've survived through, you know, and it takes understanding of that and to grow, you know, and, and then we start to grow. So, yeah, the... Um, stories that when I talk to people and I tell them you all have stories and they're like well, what am I going to talk about and then I'll say well tell me a little bit about yourself and then they'll go on for like half an hour and I go man that was a great story and I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah I do have a story you know, so we all have them and and being transparent is important because what really happens when you're transparent about you is you help other people heal yeah and keep in mind when we share our stories it's really in service to other people Absolutely. usually yeah so so we can share our stories one of the reasons we might share a story is we need to go through some healing ourselves. Mm -hmm. We need to heal from the experience. And, and one way to do that is to share that experience. Mm -hmm. But in, in also sharing that and going through our healing, we can also be in service and benefit other people. Now, if we're, if we're sharing our story, we're right smack in the middle of it. Like we're still going through it. That might not be the best place to be in service to other people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no ending. Yeah. Uh, and that might be a good place to share that kind of story just as in a support group to get healing. Mm -hmm. But a lot of our stories are things that have happened. We've gone, we've gone past it and we've grown from it. And, and may, we might still learn more from it, but we've actually taken a few steps forward from our experience. And those stories can be shared in service to other people. Absolutely, yeah. And it's a great way to make an impact and live a legacy. Mm -hmm. Personal stories worth sharing. That's, that's, right. that's my motto. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> so you want to share the breakthrough, and you want to make sure that uh, you share what shifted for you. You know, mm -hmm. when what was the critical moment? Mm -hmm. Or maybe there was one moment that was representative of a series of moments. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what was the feeling? Right. Even though it's maybe not completely all buttoned up, mm -hmm. but you've gone through the experience and you've learned some things, and it, at that point, it's still worth sharing the story. You're a few steps beyond, and you don't have to wait till you've learned all ten items from it. Right. You might not even know what all ten are yet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. What, what did you discover, or, or what was the healing that you received from it? What is the wisdom you gained? Um, that a lot of times is the main point of the story, right? Yeah. Yeah, and you, you can even say, I'm still learning things from it. Yeah, and that's And that's okay, too. Mm -hmm. So another really big thing that we want to have when we share our stories is to make sure that it connects with our listeners. Mm -hmm. And this is really important. And a lot of times it's skipped over mm. because sometimes it can be really subtle. But the listeners need to be able to see themselves in your story. Right. And so there, there needs to be some things in the way, then the telling of the story that bridges that gap between their experience and your experience. Even though the specifics and the details are different, there is a connection there. It's all part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. And we're going to talk more about this right after this break. All right. 
parents, do you want your kids to listen to you more? Bosses, do you want your employees to be more engaged? Salespeople, do you want your customers to be more inclined to say yes? I'm Rena Bonicio from the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Let's explore some simple changes you can make to get the responses you want from people. Schedule your free discovery session with me at theimpacthour.com. Making some simple changes in yourself can make a dramatic difference in your relationships. Schedule your free discovery session at theimpacthour.com. Some assembly required. Meaning, significance, satisfaction, connection. You can have it all. Learn how on the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Host John and Rena will help you be a change agent, a leader, a hero. Move through your world, touching lives, and experiencing a deep sense of connection and meaning. Listen to the Impact Hour, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. on Money 105.5. Your impact matters. You matter. Did you miss a show? Check out past shows at theimpacthour.com. Live with passion. Make a difference and come alive. This is the Impact Hour with John and Rena on Money 105.5. Welcome back to the Impact Hour. For all you guys out there who are listening, or possibly the ladies you know a guy in your life and you think they could benefit, uh, the Unchained Men are having a meetup event coming up this coming Tuesday. And if you want more information about that, you can go to unchainedmen.com and go to the section where you, you uh, subscribe uh, and send them your email and they'll get back to you and give you information about how to join the meetup group. It'll be online uh, so you can you don't have to get in the car and go anywhere. You can be in your living room or your office or wherever it's comfortable for you and just connect with a bunch of guys and talk about how to be you know, better leaders and just become better guys in general. The topic coming up is business leadership. Yeah, and we, we have a, a, on the website, unchainedmen.com, there's a link there to join the Facebook group, and we post the link to that uh, meeting there also. So if you go there and you click on Facebook and join the group, then it's easier that way. Yeah, yeah. And if you're afraid of giving your email address, you can go yeah, that route. Exactly. <laughs> so we've been talking about how to share your story and talking about some of the reasons why you might share your story. We're talking earlier about it. It might be a healing process to share your story, or it might be in service to others, or it might even be both. And a lot of times we share our stories to be of service to other people. And I remember I was at a, at a meeting, it was kind of an event, and it was from uh, the, the Gallup organization. They have kind of a, a subgroup in there that's all about um, business and effectiveness in business and employee engagement. And there's a guy talking about, you know, all these different things about employee engagement and what makes them engaged. And they've done this huge study on, you know, when employees are engaged and what what kind of impact does that have financially to the company if they're not engaged. And at the end, he told his personal story of his own experience being in business at this one company. And he had this really horrific experience with this one boss who and the guy described him. The boss said these things about this person and said these things about me and said these things here and we did these things and these happened and I don't remember all the specific details but he said like horrific things like you know you don't have any personality like these people do and all this crazy stuff and he said you know he needed to share that story it was a part of what fueled his passion for being a part of that and increased employee engagement but he said it was also he had to share that because it was a part of his healing from that experience mm -hmm. and I remember it being pretty powerful nice. as a way of sharing a a personal story in mm. a very uh, you know business setting right. you can still be very effective in that yeah you know uh, I do I go to a lot of conferences and, and seminars and the most impactful speakers are telling stories and they're usually about themselves or their children um, something that has happened uh, an emotional attachment like we've talked about and uh, it could be not even related to the product. Yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but you know, they do find a way to relate it to a product or here's why you should get this product because if I hadn't learned this or done that, I wouldn't have been able to figure this out. And with this product, you're going to figure that out type, you know, right. sales. But, um, yeah, any industry, uh, you get that personal story in there and you tie it into a reason to the product and uh, it's, it's it works. Yeah, or even if you're just sharing with a buddy and you're just sitting down and maybe your buddy is sharing a struggle just struggling with this and, and maybe you can relate and you could say yeah i can relate and you know here's the solution but you know, <laughs> kind of like yeah 
Uh, it doesn't always feel good to do that, but right. <laughs> that's one approach. But another <laughs> approach could be, yeah, I can relate. And, you know, several years back, here's what I was experiencing. And I was feeling like this and feeling like that. And I felt this way. I felt hopeless. You know, I felt whatever it was. And then I went through this experience and, you know, I found this other way to go about it. And today things are much better. Yeah. You know, it's that's, just kind of a template. I think that's what works. Um, usually when I'm talking to somebody, especially if they're a friend or somebody that's close to me, um, unless they ask you for advice, they usually don't want it. They just right. want to tell you what's going on. So <clears throat> what I will usually reply is, well, here's what I did. Right. Here's what happened to me and there's how I handle it. And it worked out pretty well. Then that way it's their choice if they want to accept the advice or not. Right. Um, when you go, you know what, this is what you need to do. They look at you like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I always say that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So so in the story, we, we just before the break, we were talking about connecting it to the audience. And in our stories, you know, my, my story about my heart attack, not everyone's had a heart attack and they can't really relate to that. But I need to be or it's helpful for me to go ahead and share, you know, some parts of the experience that I had that are very similar to experiences that people have had. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe they haven't had a life-threatening experience, but I could share what life was like before, how mm-hmm. I lived kind of by default, and I had this protective shell, and I, you know, I did just enough to be sort of successful, but I didn't put myself out there, and, and I just kind of was drifting through life. Mm-hmm. And then how many people can relate to that? Absolutely. You know? And the audience, you know, raises their hand, just mm-hmm. about everybody. Mm-hmm. So now they're starting to relate to my story. Right. And now they can see themselves in my story. And now when I share my heart attack experience, people can go, oh, that could happen to me. Right. That could be me. Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to see themselves mm-hmm. and they're starting to relate more to the story rather than, oh, that was great for you that you had that experience. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks for sharing. Right. That they can start to see that, hey, this, this is a, a real life life important message mm-hmm. that that we really want to live according to our deepest values mm-hmm. and it's for everybody and specifically for those listening to the story yeah and it's not just a nice theory that's out there yeah you know uh so the heart attack experience uh, i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that can relate to exactly that but even if someone hasn't had an heart attack a heart attack that's the experience is one thing but everything else around it is what people relate to exactly um, i was on the phone with one of my coaching clients today who's co-authoring a book with me and he told me his whole life story and it was just amazing and it was a different life than i had it really was but i related to everything else, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, we're the same. You know, right. I, I, let me, let me, and I just kind of bullet pointed me, and he was like, wow, yeah, man, we are the same. But, but the incident, the heart attack incident part, the incident was completely different. Right. But the rest all was like we were brothers. <laughs> yeah. And that's what happens in being transparent. Yeah. So to do that, you can ask questions. You can say, hey, how many of you can relate to this kind of experience? Um, you can actually direct people and just say, hey, see yourself in my story. I'm mm-hmm. just asking you to see yourself. And then it's just kind of directing people to do that. Or, or you could say, you know, when have you had an experience, something kind of like this, and you felt this way? You know, that's the ways for, for now you're connecting the dots. So now it's not just them going, oh, well, that is me, as they're listening to the story. You're starting to connect the dots, and they go, oh, wow, that, you know, when you, the dots are connected, that might be when they actually realize that for the first time. Yeah. Oh, wow, that is mm-hmm. relating to me when yeah. I wasn't thinking about it before. Absolutely. And finally, whenever you're sharing a story, always have an invitation for something else for deeper connection if you're in sales that might be your offering or it could just be hey if this story has impacted you i'd love to hear about it from you let's connect Uh, send me an email whatever it is have an invitation because if you have this powerful story and you you put that out there and they're starting to resonate with it and they're like oh i get this story and now i've got to do something it's like just dropping the ball if mm. there's no follow-on invitation. Absolutely. And even if all you're going to do is just let them share their story and refer them to somebody or just be there as a friend or whatever it is, always have an invitation to take it further. Absolutely. Rather than just end the story and then they go, now I've got this, this need, now what? <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. No, that's, that's good. Um, you know, anybody, we, we mentioned it earlier, but anybody out there who has a story and they don't know how to share it or, or they don't know how to put it together, they don't know how to mold it and, and so they can pass it on and, and give the wisdom they had, you know, get get to us at uh, either onchainmen.com or tagtalkslive.com, either one, and uh, we'll definitely help you put your story together. And if you already have a story and you, and you love to share it, contact us again and we'll see what we can do. We can help you get it out there. Yeah, and it's, it's important to think about the stories that you do have. You know, everyone has stories, as we've talked about earlier. What are those stories? And mm-hmm. what are the key points? 
Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a bit of time to tease out what are the specific key, key things we've learned from our experiences. And the same life experience might have taught us four or five different lessons. Mm-hmm. And we could share the story in different ways. And, and it's important to take some time and to walk through those stories. You never know when you might be asked to share your story. <laughs> and, and it can be at odd times. I know there's a, there's a fellow at our church, and he had some experience. And then he came to me and said, I'm being asked to share my story. And holy crap, what am I going to do? I don't know mm-hmm. how to share my story. And and we walked through some things and, and it kind of helped him support him in that. But you never know. You yeah. never know when there's an opportune time. Someone might say something or share a struggle and you go, oh, yeah, I've had that. Mm-hmm. And, then if, and then if you've spent some time kind of honing your story around that, not that you want to necessarily come up all polished and, and perfect, but that you've gone through the key points and the things that you've learned so you can tell a really clear story around that. Yeah. You then, you, then you have a, a prep. Yeah, you're prepared and you can you can give a response that is helpful mm-hmm. rather than a hey, and three weeks. Oh, wait. And then I had this cat. And then <laughs> and then <laughs> something cool like that happened to me one time. OK, <laughs> tell me more. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's funny. Hey, I got a short story. Uh, my son, he uh, the last time we were on the radio show, he was really excited. Hey, my dad's going to be on the radio. So he went and he told all his friends at school. And he came home and he was a little bit disappointed. And I said, what's the matter, son? He said, Dad, nobody believed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, son, I am going to say your name on the radio so they know I'm your dad. And his name is Ruben Lopez. And he loves to listen to this station and listen to us on the radio. So hello, son. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little story. Cool. What are the things that you learned, Raul, about sharing stories? What are the things that you've done to help prepare? And um, You key? know, pre- pre- the word prepare is key. Uh, you know, the, the, I mentioned the other day that I had to read my story, and, you know, I had just a couple of days to, to prepare with what I had to speak about. And, um, you know, if I had a little bit more time, I could have practiced it and, and been able to say it, but they really wanted me to say word for word. They didn't mm. want anybody to go off track and go into, and then this happened and then that happened. Right. They just said, read this. And it was fine. I mean, I, I loved it. It was a great experience. But preparing and knowing your key points, knowing when you go off track, and, and practicing is key. You yes. know, practicing that because if you start telling a story and you go off track, you'll see the glaze of the eyes, right? Yes. And then you go, okay, I'm going to cut that piece out. So <laughs> just practice, practice, and practice. That's it. Awesome. Thank you for listening today. You've been listening to the Impact Hour.